All right, guys. Welcome. Uh oh, my bad. My bad, my bad. All right, y'all. Welcome. Oops. I see what happened. I'm confusing me because the Instagram was open. All right. Welcome, welcome back to the commission reviews. We are going to talk about this whole situation. I'm going to play the audio and we are going to talk about this hot mess that it is, baby. I mean, <laughs> baby, when I tell you that that sucker came through and blew it up. Let me tell you something. Cat Williams, I don't know. He said it wasn't the sip of the drink. But first of all, everybody in the chat, hit the like button and subscribe. Now what I'm going to do, I'm going to start playing the audio. Let me know if you can hear the audio, please. Okay, hold on. I need to know if you guys can hear what I'm playing. Hold on. Let me go to my own video. Because y'all... I don't hear anything. Damn it, y'all can't hear it? Oh, I don't understand why y'all can't hear this. Oh, I know what I got to do. I know what I have to do now. Okay, okay, okay. Now, let's see if you can hear it now. Hey, I'm Christy. Oh, I run a system setup company, and I'm also... Hold on. Lee ...knows this. ...was gonna play the pimp. Why you didn't ask? As a fan base, we love the attention that you spend on the guest. We, we love how much work you've done, how well you know them, how prepared you are. The same things that we liked about you in football. Okay, I need to know if y'all can hear that or not. Let me, let me. Hold on. Okay, there we go. There we go. Now we're cooking with some oil. All right, so we're going to talk about how Cat Williams has blown up the internet. And we're going to start by listening to some of the things that he said. He pretty much blew it up the first 30 minutes of the interview. Football. You brought that on over to here. And that's uh, why it resonates. And the reason I had to come is because you've made a safe place for the truth to be told. You know what I mean? Thank you. I appreciate and that. I have watched all of these lowbrow comedians come here and disrespect you in your face <laughs> and tell you straight up lies. <laughs> I'm talking about things that have never been heard in all of black Hollywood. They feel comfortable sitting here lying to you about it. 
You gonna set the record straight? Are you kidding me? You let Ricky Smiley sit here and you said out that mouth, you stole Friday after next, the one I was in. <laughs> I wish all, all of America fumbled a bit when that happened. And, and then he said some stuff that we haven't heard in 100 years in Hollywood. You ain't say nothing. This man told you he had Cat Williams' role. He was going to be Money Mike. Wait. And Cat Williams was going to be was going to be the Santa Claus. Now let's Three quick points. Three quick. You mean in Hollywood, they cast a five foot five black Santa Claus that weigh 145 pounds. That's your story. Your story is the Ricky Smiley that couldn't even do curse words because he had a Christian fan base. He was going to play the pimp. Why you didn't ask him, why has he played a woman in more movies than he's played a man? Okay, so look, let me tell you something. When he was going in on Ricky Smiley, the things that he was saying, I was like, I, you know, I followed Ricky Smiley for years when he was, you know, doing his thing, uh, you know, in Dallas, all the things or whatever, the station was here, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm gonna keep it a hundred percent. If you listen to what Cat Williams was saying. It made sense, but I was like, I, I would like to hear from Ricky Smiley, but I'm just keeping it real. It made sense, bro. I was tripping. Well, I didn't know he, he shouldn't be able. You wouldn't let a, 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 a athlete that been on steroids talk about one of the greats. <laughs> Ricky Smiley can't act because Ricky Smiley can't act. He told you the story about when the movie came out. Where did he say he watched it? At home. He wasn't even at the premiere. You telling this man you stole that all oh, so he could get his name in the same sentence with a great one. It is sad. He was just that bitter when we were shooting it. He told everybody it should have been my role. Everybody on the scene. Why do you think no cast member has ever said anything? He couldn't have played that role like you. I thought he, he was. Sir, no one. Why no? He was with KD. He beat up Terry Crews. Why nobody know this story? You talking about in Hollywood, they switched off roles. You take this and he, what? So Ricky, Ricky Smiley knows this. And I don't know why he would lose a child and come on the air and start lying. That's why people believe in rituals right there. It's because okay, okay. Now, now oof, when he said that, I had to rewind it. He said he doesn't understand why somebody would lose a child. To me, the insinuation, rituals, what do they say? Illuminati? I mean, I don't want to get too deep into that because I don't, you know, I, I'm not going to get too deep into it. I'm just going to point that out. And y'all can, you know, say it is what it is. Well, why would he lie? I don't know why liars lie, but I can tell you this. We auditioned in Los Angeles. Yes. I was audition number 201. 200 black comedians auditioned for the role of Money Mike with me. You're saying all 201 of us was auditioning and you had already had the role and had already shot the role in four days? The truth of the matter is the Money Mike in the original script got raped in the bathroom. And that's what Ricky Smiley was okay with. 
Cat Williams had to take the risk in front of the studios and the cast and our powers that be in his very first movie and say respectfully, humbly, guys, if we're talking about. So that's why, because when we released that clip and he said that you. Re he was so egregious. I put in my contract that he was so he was so. Yes. You can't say my lines. I wrote them. I just get the part about the R, you know, that's all I did, but we pretty much know what happened. I didn't even know that was part of the script, to be honest. I don't like that, you know, that's, that should be after that was even part of the script, I'm be honest. But here goes some more shit. How I already know that I'm going to be funnier than you. What he told everybody was, Cat Williams, hey, hey, don't nobody know who he is? I'm on the radio. I'm with Steven Said. Every Let me tell y'all something. This is something I have to, I have to talk about this. I have to talk about this. Because when he he's imitating him very, very well. And I know comedians can imitate each other. So that's, that's not a thing. But when he said, I'm with Steve Harvey, I'm with, you know, Cedric's entertainer or whatever, that was a thing at one point in time. You know, Ricky Smiley was attached to a, the, the two of them. I'm just keeping it. I mean, like I said, he's to me, I'm listening to him. I'm not saying, oh, this is a lie. This is horrible. To me, he's on point. And for him, for him to say that Ricky Smiley pretty much had was pissed off because essentially they're both new comics in this movie and he's like why you pick him over me basically in my opinion everybody know me that's what he told everybody that would listen to on the set that's the truth of the matter he was so egregious not now then he was so egregious that and Hollywood has never heard this in a hundred years. He was so egregious. I put in my contract that I won't work with Ricky Smiley again unless he's in a dress. Hold up now. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Look, I got the shivers when I first heard that. He said Ricky Smiley. And because you know, I heard, um, I mean, a lot of actors and people are part of the uh, you know, part of the uh, industry can request these things. I will not come on set if that person is there, it's in my contract. I've heard many cast people have said that, and they, if they want them on their movie, they're gonna do what they say. This shit is crazy. Now, what was Ricky Smiley's next movie? Was it First Sunday? Did he? He was so egregious. I put in my contract that I won't work with Ricky Smiley again unless he's in a dress. Now, what was Ricky Smiley's next movie? Was it First Sunday? Did he wear a dress in it? You bet he did. It's in my contract. Why would you put that in your put in your contract, Cat? That's where he's the, a believable actor. Oh God. Him and Tyler Perry can't play a man to save their life. They play good women. And I believe that the best actor should be in the best role. I cannot. So that's why, because when we released that clip and he said that, you responded because he said he was supposed to play Money Mike and you were supposed to play, play Santa Claus. An outright lie. Well, so that he knows is a lie. So why would he say it? Because he's a liar.
Nobody knows why liars lie. Mm. And that's why I had to come on the program. Cedric did the same thing. Cedric told you when you asked him, did you steal Cat Williams joke? Yeah. He said it don't line up. How it don't line up that I did it on TV in 2018. You came to see me at the comedy store do it in 2019 and then did it on the Kings of Comedy. Like what doesn't line up? I This is a televised joke that Mark Kerr. Now I need to find I need to find this joke because I really want to um I really want to hear it. Man, when I tell you he was reading him. Wow. I'm sorry. He was reading him. Hurry, <laughs> help me punch up and get to the level that it was. The same Steve that went to go watch Mark Curry do his whole sitcom. And so this is the part that tripped me out as well. So one thing I want to say is why hasn't Mark Curry come out and said, you know, anything about this? Because honestly, Kat kind of, you know, no shade. His name is kind of in it now. So my question is why why uh Mark Curry has not come out and said anything about this like to say yeah I did help Cat Williams da 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 or whatever and the fact of the matter is I didn't connect Mark Curry's show to the Steve Harvey show until he said that because Mark Curry show came out first. But there's always been shows that come out and maybe it didn't make it this year, but a similar show will come out next year. It has happened. Then stole everything Mark Curry had. Now Steve got a sitcom where he the principal and he wear a suit and he... Okay, well, Cat Williams, I got to tell you something real quick. He was not the principal. Principal Greer Piggy was the principal. Steve Harvey was a music teacher and mentor and everything else. And then he gets this high top fade, making all black men think he got the best lineup in the business. You know what, Cat wrong for that. Because see, Cat, you know every fool when, when, <laughs> when Steve Harvey, uh, his That's my best Steve Harvey I could do. But Steve Harvey's hair was a thing. It was. Everybody, every black man wanted that hair. This shit is crazy. And it's a man unit. Okay, okay. It, it is a man unit. Really, I don't know. Then you ask him, why you not a movie star? I didn't want to be a movie star. This the same Negro that hated on Bernie with this same thing. This was crazy as well. Calling out Steve Harvey, you know, because of the Bernie Mac. Because other people, other people actually agreed and sanctioned and said, that Cab Williams wasn't lying about the Bernie Mac. I was like, damn. As much as Steve Harvey cried and everything else and every, you know, memorial. Not saying that he didn't care about the man just because he might have him dirty while he was alive, but I'm just saying, damn. 
I didn't want to be a movie star. No, you couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over KB and look like <laughs> Mr. Potato Head. There ain't none. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. That fool said, oh, Bacabi. <laughs> Woo! Oh, my God. Mr. Potato Head. Let me hear that one more time. Wait a minute. Played a lot of characters. Couldn't be a movie star. There are 30,000 new scripts in Hollywood every year. Not one of them asks for a country bumpkin black dude that can't talk good over KB and look like Mr. Potato Head. There ain't none. Oh my God. You would have to have range. I played a lot of characters, 60 movie roles. I'm not playing Cat Williams in there. I don't know. I don't know, Cat. We might not let you drink anymore the way you, you, I mean, we ain't even got. I'm not fueled by alcohol. I've had a sip less than you. Here's how to make over okay. 100 ad creatives in just minutes. The truth don't need motivation. I'm just saying I can't let these dudes lie. Cedric's sitting here telling you why he ain't a movie star. He over here look like a walrus. You didn't say nothing. I am so... I can't. <laughs> he can't even get his arms off his stomach sitting over here. Why I'm not a movie star. Can't, can't. I am Shay is trying. Shay say Jesus help me. Oh, 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 my head hurts. Oh, my head hurts. Oh my God, I gotta find Ricky Smiley's uh response. He he went he he did his radio show this morning. I gotta find. What? Him. It's a situation. We never wrote anything. Remember when Cedric the Entertainer starts? He's supposed to be singing, dancing, and telling jokes. That's why he's called the Entertainer. Right. We found out he can't sing, can't dance, Damn. and doesn't write doing jokes. He did four comedy specials. They're so bad, Shannon. They're not available on Netflix or Tubi. Can I say that again for the audience? Woo! They're so bad that they're not available on Netflix or Tubi. You don't think Sam's a good, a, a good comedian? The world doesn't think that, sir. I have 12 comedy specials. He has four specials that are not available on Netflix or Tubi. It seems to me, Kat, that you had a lot to get off your chest. No, no. You wanted to set the record straight. Winners are not allowed to allow losers to rewrite history. I don't say any of these okay. things if my name is not breached by these people on your platform. Mm. They, if you give the, a liar a platform to lie, then I, I'm not being messy by saying, hold on. That never happened. It's untrue. And there are hundreds of witnesses for each thing I'm saying. So let me ask you this. What is your relationship with Steve Harvey, Ricky Smiley, and Cedric the Entertainer as you sit here currently? They, for 30 years, they're a group. These aren't three random guys. The way that Ricky Smiley kept appearing at all of my auditions is because of Steven said he would tell anybody that, listen, they got a gang on that side. They know what it is. They know who the gang is. Why Earthquake not in movies? Because he's illiterate. 
He can't oh read. God. And they found that out when they gave him a show and put the cards in front of him. Ooh. Like all of these dudes are co-entwined and they share secrets. And this is the age of truth. And, and, and the truth doesn't need to be scared of the fact that people tell lies. Uh, cats on drugs. Where are the stories? Why is there no story of anybody who ever sold a drug to me, did a drug with me, was around me when I was inebriated? I got five daughters. I got five sons. Why would we tell these ridiculous stories? Because it's co competition. You you feel like, well, why comedies, comedy guys can't just get along? Yes. Why, why, why didn't you get along with the other teams you were competing against? If you're a Denver Bronco, why you don't get along with the Cowboys? Something wrong with you but i don't disagree i don't know like all the no. cowboys okay hold on let me go ahead and give you guys a response that ricky smiley he finally responded this morning but i, I did i was trying to hear the radio show but okay <clears throat> ricky smiley has responded to cat williams after uh everything that happened on the show i mean last night's show okay um wait a minute he said, I have no reason to lie about that. They added the whole pit twist to the to that character, which was actually a bad decision and made it funnier. There was no way in hell I could have executed that role like that. I'm glad they made that decision. So everything that was said about him, that he must wear a dress, he said, that's where... Well, I just played y'all. That's where I believe he's a believable actor. According, you know, Kev Williams said that the contract, I'm sorry, his contract terms and decision, I mean, irrelevant in his decision to act as the characters where he portrays a woman. Ricky says that has nothing to do with my manhood being lessened for trying to play a role and trying to put food on the table for my family. Expressing he is disappointed and then to issue is a, a response. We want to wish Cat Williams nothing but the best, elaborating how his family are managing their grief during a crazy time. The first anniversary of his son's death comes up. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. That's crazy. Good morning, Ray. Okay. So I'm going to. Did he keep continuing? Cat, damn, you like this? No, movie? that's okay, not. What comedian do you did like? Did you play against the team? Yes. I. Hold on. Because I want to get to the phase on love. Hold on. That's all. As a journalist. Okay. That's all. That's all. To me, discuss I feel like real athletes. That's all. Right here. Hold on before I, this is this is phase on a little part thing. Competition. You you feel like, well, why comedies comedy guys can't just okay. So right when he keeps talking about phase on love, I believe he's talking about phase on love and um Pierre. Uh what's the bright skin comic Pierre? I do believe that's who he's talking about when he says light skinned girl. I'm not trying to be funny, okay get along yes what wh why why didn't you get along with the other teams you were competing against if you're a denver bronco why you don't get along with the cowboys something wrong with you but i don't disagree i don't no, just no, like all the no. cowboys cat damn you like this no like, that's okay, not what comedian do you did like? did you play against the team yes i've taken 46 comedians with me on the road 46 okay 
I'm not the comedian you can give that to. I only put on comedians that are funnier than me. Anybody that ever told you differently was a fat Faison liar. There's Damn. Okay. And Faison did post on his Instagram. We'll find that in a minute. Hold on. Let me let me find. Go ahead. Let me listen to this first. Nobody yeah, you, like you, me in the business. Faison just called it straight. Faison said that getting a Netflix special is easy. I have 12 specials. Guess how many Faison got? Zero. So Why is he allowed to have conversations about real stand-up people? We do not let people who are on the juice discuss real athletes. That's all. As a journalist, that's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I don't have, harbor any. To me, I feel like right now he's about to speak about Pierre. Because Pierre and um, he's on uh, Comedy Hype. And Faison was just on there recently. And... He's on there. He's been on there a few times and he's spoken about cats. And I mean, when I mean by that, I mean, um, Faison. I don't know. I don't know. Any resentment to any of these entities because I can't be jealous. I've never seen them have anything that I ever wanted. If you sign up for their program, you get a light skin, weird face wife. Okay. Again, I think he really was talking about Pierre. I'm sorry. <laughs> that never do an interview. Oh, in man, Listen, in 20 years, won't do an interview. Nobody's ever talked to her. And that she's never been interviewed anywhere. And now, understand, I'm not talking about one person. What I just told you applies to seven people. How they all end up with that. That's part of what you get. I came in this business saying I was going to expose. When I talked about Michael Jackson, when I talked about R. Kelly, they canceled me for these things because why would you talk about another black dude? Race is not where the line is drawn. This it's is God's side and the other side. And we don't care nothing about the other side. Period. Mm. Period. All of these uh, big, big deviants is all catching hell in 2024. It's up for all of them. It don't matter if you Diddy or whoever you is. T.G. Jakes, any of them. The, oh, wow. every, all lies will be exposed. That's all. And, and, and anyone who takes that the wrong way know why they take it the wrong way. The truth is the light. I never have no more of these. Amen, amen. Jeez. <laughs> He really wasn't drinking that much. Uh, I kind of <clears throat> getting on here. All right. After oh. that, I don't really kind of know where to go. Let me one more time. <laughs> mm, mm. Right. Uh oh. Right. Wait a minute. Okay. We good now? Because the people want to know well, why would he get blackballed? Yeah. Oh, because I was ask because that. because in thirty years I've done nothing but collect information, knowledge, and your secrets. So if you and a man was in a corner doing something you wasn't supposed to be doing. You will tell it. No, somebody come to tell me. Mm. Okay. Mm. I gather that. I value that. I'll pay for that. Come tell me. I know so many things I should say he was supposed to play Money Mike because I wrote the words for Money Mike. I designed the hair for Money Mike. I collaborated with the wardrobe department and made outfits to make sure that no one in America would be wearing what Money Mike was wearing. I told him to go get the prowler. I then told him to paint it purple. I told him don't have an actor at playing a pimp. We could get an actual pimp 
together and try to tag along just for their own self-aggrandizement. Why didn't Cube set the record straight? Terry Crews could have set the record straight. Mike Epps could have set the record straight. Why none of them set the record straight? That's what you were supposed to ask him when he told you those lies that but no I didn't one's know ever heard. Lie. Right, but he's telling you something no one's ever heard of. Nobody has ever heard. Oh, Matt Aff Ben Affleck and Matt Damon was in a movie, and somebody said, "Y'all should switch." Would. No one in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show. There being a lot. Okay, here we go. Said that Steve and Cedric and Kevin Hart. Information. I'm thinking I'm hearing it for the first time, and they're giving information no one else knows or has ever heard. So I'm taking them at face value. These are like this is like Steve Harvey telling people he used to be homeless. That's my story. Wow. That's not his story. Steve Harvey wasn't never homeless. When he, Mark Curry was touring with him 25 years. Happy New Year to everybody in the chat. Welcome, welcome. We are talking about Cat Williams, man, blew up to the internet. So we going through the, in, the interview and talking. What's up, G, baby? Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? Okay. So we are talking about and listening to the mess of it all. Okay ago he was making three thousand dollars a show in cash and doing five shows a week they, they just tell the stories this my thanks to my wife i'm where i am you said that about the first wife you forget that you told us it was her then you went and married somebody else that think like a man like what are you talking about they just they think they can I rewrite think like history that uh, uh guy tory did a beautiful special about the comedy store and fat tuesday where he said that steve and cedric and kevin hart and tiffany haddish came through there and made all lies steve and cedric never performed so i actually watched that special he's talking about and i'm over here tripping of what he said. I watched that special. It was a really good special. Wow, that's crazy. Formed at the comedy store at all. Tiffany was only seen at the Laugh Factory in 15 years in Hollywood. No one in Hollywood has a memory of going to a sold out Kevin Hart show. There being a line for him ever getting a standing ovation at any well, comedy club. He already had his deals when he got here. Have we heard of a comedian that came to LA and in his first year in LA, he had his own sitcom on network television and had his own movie called Soul Plane that he was leading. No, we've never heard of that before that person or since that person. What do you think a plant is? Mm. Maybe people don't understand the definitions of these words. Interesting. Hey, it's Adam from StreamYard. Oh, you have an exciting new feature. Interesting. Um... He just did his documentary with Chris Rock where he shows you that his whole upbringing in comedy was on the East Coast. Yeah, it was. So how simultaneously was he here in Los Angeles doing the same thing? It didn't happen. It didn't happen. And I, I, I hate to seem like a petty individual for picking apart lies, but Jussie Smollett gonna keep lying until you say, we don't believe you. Mm -mm. Like it's important in the Hello, checks and balances the of the universe that liars not get to make complete narratives for themselves. Are you not afraid about being blackballed again? These are some power people. What powerful. do you mean again? These people are not powerful. Satan can't create anything. Get the likes up. That man. includes blessings up. for his people. Hmm. That's why, you know what the number one job of somebody that sold their soul in Hollywood is? What? Is to act like it didn't happen. They all do the same job. 
Why do you think Gary Owen can't cross over and he already white and been in comedy for 25 years? Damn. If what I say ain't the case. It's a cabal. It's a it's a consortium. They they rock with who they rock with and they don't with who they don't. But I'm not scared of being the competition any more than you were when you lined up uh, uh, across from a superior team. Yeah, on paper, they're a better team. Right. They have all the assets and resources and we don't. But let us get on the line, boy, boy, and see if that factors in. I, I guarantee you it won't. Wow. Because Shannon Sharp got to be a different person than that other person. Absolutely. And he always was. That doesn't change when I change teams. That remains the same. That's how a legacy is built. So all of these shortcut takers, I, I was, they canceled me for talking about Harvey Weinstein before the thing came out, but he offered to suck my penis in front of all my people at my agency. What am I supposed to do? has walked in and they have to respect it only because I've not taken the shortcuts. I've not been funded. They pay you to not talk about things they don't want you to talk about. They tell you that themselves. I can't do that because I. Steve told you that he stopped doing stand up because he has seven TV shows. The only problem is when he stopped stand up, he didn't have those seven TV shows. He stopped stand up because he got in a comedy battle called the Championship of Stand Up Comedy with one Cat Williams in Detroit in front of 10,000 people and lost because Cat Williams said he was actually bald and that was a wig. Oh. And I in and that's why he couldn't do stand-up anymore. Imagine him coming and tell you another story where he got so big and it was Bernie and them's fault because they wanted to be movie stars. What? You called Ocean Eleven to get that nigga's part. Wow! What do you mean you didn't want to be a movie star? So on the behalf of Bernie... I, I would have to say what I have to say. Have you ever been on? Have you ever been on tour with any of these guys? Hey, hey, the guy, I, every guy I mentioned That's to you is not funny out people. there in real life. That fool said try, try to get Bernie Mac. Oh, so no. Hold on, yeah. Let me say something. Faison's never done his own tour in third. The thing that okay, yeah. Just so y'all know, I put the link of the interview in my um description if you want to see it and just watch it in its entirety. That is crazy to me. That is crazy to me that he said that, that he tried to take Bernie's role in Ocean Eleven? That role in Ocean Eleven that Bernie may play, it, it couldn't happen with Steve. You know, the, the country comedic, all that stuff, it's it's entertaining. I know Cat was kind of clowning him. That stuff is entertaining. It is a really good niche that he has. So many of us are from the South. But in that role, when Bernie Mac played, because Bernie Mac was a good actor. He was a really good actor. Like he, you would see him, yeah, who you with? You know what I'm saying? When you see him as Bernie Mac as a comedian. But when you see him on, you know, his show with the kids, or when you see him on different roles that he played, um, dang line, dang line. You know, when he was, he plays different. You don't even know who he is because he's playing different roles. He really was a good actor. I hate he's gone. So when he did Ocean's Eleven, I loved that work he did. It was a completely different character he was playing. I, I don't think that Steve could have filled that position. 
You know what I'm saying? It, it kind of, which, which, to me, now that we're hearing us from Cat Williams, it makes you think, was Steve, Hardy, Steve Harvey hating on Bernie Mac the whole time he was alive? What was going on with such an entertainer? That man pretty much said that he was a such an entertainer, but he, you know, uh, can't sing and can't dance. But that's what he was, he's been known for is, is singing and dancing and being entertaining. His show didn't last long. He was on Steve Harvey's show. And then he has the show Neighbor. I don't know if the show's still on. No, I never watched it, but. Wow. 30 years. Steve Harvey don't do stand-up no more. Cedric doesn't write. I'm sorry. He doesn't write. Ricky Smiley has been playing the same old black woman forever. Oh, like, you can't get a young fan base with that. Like, you got to be doing karaoke around the country to make that work. Right. And he is. Mm. But I'm a stand-up comedian. This is my 19th 100-city tour. I'm not going to have a conversation with these lazy bums that'll take a shortcut at any point. Yes, it's easier for you to juice than to get in the gym, but you don't get to bring that body in here talking crazy. Talk about how good you look. What? No, no, there's too many comics out there that are putting their life on the line to tell these jokes, man. Okay, let's get to your upbringing. We're going to circle back and we'll get some... Uh -huh. I want to protect him real quick. Cause you had said for the Kings of Comedy, it was in 2018, 2019, but did you mean 1999? Because it came out in 2000. So I just want to make sure. No, I didn't. No, no, no. So what I meant to say was remember, he said, I couldn't do stand up anymore. I had seven TV shows. I said he didn't have any of those TV shows at the time. I know you're talking about Cedric. Joke stealer from Cedric. Yeah, Cedric. Okay. Okay. 2018, 2019, but it came out in 2000, so I just want to make sure. Okay, no, 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 no. What comes out in 2000? The, the original Kings of Comedy. Right. My, I'm on BET's Comic View, and they're using this as the commercial in 1998. Okay. That's why I'm saying, yeah. So, so if I, yeah. So if I yeah. said the date's okay. wrong, just, yeah. So yes. let's go ahead and clear that up. Okay. You said, yeah. I had Cedric on here and I asked him about the joke stealing and yeah. he said the timeline doesn't add up. Correct. To your to to that point you say Right. So he thought that I was just a no-name comedian and that he could take this joke and nobody would know. Right. The issue was that I had already done this particular joke on BET's Comic View twice. Right. It had done so well on BET's Comic View that they had made it part of the commercial. So part of the commercial of make sure you tune in to BET was you seeing me doing this joke. Right. And this joke is one of those jokes in comedy where you set it up and it takes a little longer to set it up, it takes about three minutes, but then you're just hitting them with jokes after right. that because you don't have to set it up. Right. Uh, Mark Curry had already helped me work on this joke because I thought it was good because I was getting a standing ovation on it. He had me go back in the lab to help me craft it to be an even more powerful joke. So this is not just a random joke. This is my very best joke, and it's my last joke, and it's my closing joke. Okay. 1998, I'm doing this joke. It's on Comic View. Cedric comes to the comedy store. He watches me in the audience. He comes backstage. He tells me what a great job I did. 
And see, a lot of this stuff we didn't know, these little details. Like, for instance, like he, he said this man watched him do the joke. You know what I'm saying? He he's even admitting the fact that he wasn't, you know, he was just getting started or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But he's it's small time, what I'm saying. And he did the joke where it's televised. And he came to see him do the joke and just changed up a couple of things to make it his own, which Tom, comedians have said this is a thing. They steal jokes. I mean, to me, where are the, the video clips? I want the video clips so we can compare notes. That's what I want. Then how much he loves the joke. Two years later, he's doing that as his last joke on the Kings of Comedy. And he's doing it verbatim. He's just changed my car into a spaceship. I'm Millie, a content creator coach. And I'm about to look it up. Let's see if I can find it. I need to hear this joke. Let's see. Uh Okay, so this is, let me see, hold on. I really want to hear this joke. That's why they had a clip of it. Okay, so this is, okay, okay, this might be one right here. Hold on. You couldn't hear the damn thing when it cut off. Okay, hold on. That you couldn't hear the damn thing when it cut off. It looked like this. You flossing in a six shift convertible. It looks very similar. I'm looking. I'm, I'm looking at the movements. It looks very similar. Okay, he's get, he's in the car. Okay, so let's listen to Cedric's. I guess this person had both the jokes. We, we get us a cigarette. We get us. We be in a space shuttle, nigga. Like it's a seventy. Hold on. Let me. What? We get like it's a seventy. Drive a space shuttle like it's a seventy-two deuce and a quarter, nigga. We. We get us a cigarette, man. We get us, we be in a space shuttle, nigga, like it's a 72. Dude, Okay. I need to cut the music off because I don't want to play music. Now, I'm looking at said, sitting in the chair, starting it up. I remember the foot going. I, everything. Laying back. It does look like, I don't know. I don't know, y'all. You said I'm working on the thing right now. The chat wasn't playing with them. The clips are circulating. So I just watched the clip. I couldn't, I don't want to play because I know they're going to they gonna probably hit me up with that music. I stopped the, hey, uh, what's up, media chat room, baby? 
y'all make sure y'all go follow me in the chat room because I'm pretty sure she's gonna drop some stuff today and she be dropping lots of tea. So I just I looked at the clip. I am not gonna lie. It looks like the same joke. It does. It looks like the same joke. I just watched the clip. I'm not going to lie. It does look like the same, but the only thing that's different is there is a spaceship and it's a car. But the spaceship is still emulating an old school Cadillac, whatever it was. I feel like it's the same joke. Now, if we were to put up a lot of people's jokes against each other back and forth, it's probably a lot of that that's going on. I, it's really hard to gauge that for me. But I'm not going to lie. It looks like the same exact joke. It does. Now, oh, um, I got to show you how to do this. Well, if you want, I'm, pl I'm playing the video, the YouTube video in the background. Uh, I played the whole live media chat room. But what I did was I shared my screen. But you, I don't want to play the video where you can visually see it. I'm just playing it in the background. I got to show you how to do that, too, because you just play the whole video and we hear the audio, but we can't see it because because if you see it, YouTube will, you know, because it's somebody else's content. But I just want the audio to play, which is pretty cool. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, wait a minute. Does this is this a video of what he said? Hold on, because I know Ricky Smiley responded, but let me see. I told y'all I read it out loud, but there's a if there's like an audio. Hold on. See that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley. Oh, we got some audio. We got some audio. Hold on. Can y'all hear this? Yeah, y'all can hear it. Okay. Listen, this is the audio right here. Ciao. All right, y'all. Rick's around the morning show. Hey, uh, listen, uh, first of all, good morning and uh thank y'all for this. Uh thank y'all for this opportunity, Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Uh, listen, let's uh, just get into this. Uh, the whole uh, internet going crazy. Uh, comments that Cat Williams made. Uh, whatever, I can't speak on behalf of the other comedians, but the only thing I can speak for is myself. Uh, Cat made some comments on Shannon Sharp's show about uh, when I was on uh, Shannon Sharp, was telling him the story of some of the behind the scenes from Friday after next. Let's start. Let's start with that. Uh, when I when I went out there, uh, let's just go back. In 2000, I was the host of BET Comic View and in the season 2004. Uh, I also worked on this show called Live from L.A. That was my first job with BET, and uh, that's where I met Ice Cube, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And Ice Cube was like, man, hey, man, I like your work. Uh, I want to do some stuff with you. I want to put you in some movies. And Ice Cube started putting me in movies, which really uh, helped my career. Uh, I was in All About the Benjamins, but of course, uh, when they changed the ending of it, didn't, that part didn't make any sense, but uh, then he put me in Friday after next. <clears throat> and uh, just for clarification, I went out to audition for Friday after next as Money Mike, not the Santa Claus. And that, that, is, that is the honest guy true. Uh, I had no reason to go on there and... Uh, uh, to go on Shannon Sharp's show and lie about any of that, uh, that that's what I auditioned for, uh, was Money Mike. And I guess the producers, uh, Cube and everybody saw something different. And uh, I, I think that Money Mike character, uh, Special K, was going to come off as kind of like, um, 
just uh, 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 one of uh, a guy who was hanging around in the uh, strip mall who was just kind of being annoying yeah. and almost like a crackhead type of character that was right. Just, so Cat, I, I guess when Cat Williams uh, uh, did it, they added the whole pimp twist uh, to that character, which was actually a better decision and made it funnier. Cause ain't no way in the hell I could have. Uh, executed that role like that, and I'm glad that they made that decision and they put me in a Santa Claus role, uh, which was actually perfect. So when I got back to L, hey, hey, shout out to everybody in the chat. We got 18 people in the chat. Can we get the likes up, please? Shout out to you on Instagram. I know you guys are over there watching on Instagram. Um, shout out to everybody listening on um, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch. And Facebook group and Facebook. Shout out to all of you. I just wanted to say that really quick. Please get the likes up, please. Elaine, they say, hey, your role has changed. You're going to be the Santa Claus. And here's the Santa Claus suit. Put, put it on. And here's your lines. Sat in the trailer, went over the lines, went over my stuff with Cube, and the rest is history. Uh, had no reason. Uh, I just want to want to clarify that. Had no reason to lie uh, uh, about that. As a matter of fact, uh, my manager at the time, Gary Abdo, who is still one of my best friends, who also helped start my career, and he's the owner of uh, the Atlanta Comedy Theater in Atlanta. Uh, we got him on the phone, just just to clarify. Uh, Gary Abdo, good morning. Good morning, Richard. How are you, my friend? Oh, I'm good, man. Uh, j just for clarification, you know, uh, you was my manager at the time. We went to L.A. together. Uh, for the audition, uh, Cube wanted to see us. What is your version? Yeah, well, you know, we're old, and that was 23 years ago. So, you know, our memories are what our memories are. You, you went out, you auditioned, they wanted you to... First of all, if I'm going to bring you on my show as, like, a witness to, like, say, you saw or heard something that went on to whatever, don't come on my show and say... Well, we're older. The memory is not the greatest. What the hell? I want them to believe what you're about to say. What the? Oh, my God, bro. Like, seriously. To play Money Mike, that was the sides that they had sent. The sides are the portion of the script for the part they want you to play. Those were the sides they sent. That was the audition you did. They said, great, we want you to play this role. Uh, my recollection is you had to go back and read for the execs from the studio one final time. And the night before that, we got different sides and they said, no, we want you to play this role. And we didn't understand it. You know, we really were under the impression, well, you had the role as Money Mike. But then all of a sudden they switched it up. Now we understand why. Cat came in, blew them away. He's an incredible performer. That was probably one of the most iconic breakout parts in movie history. I mean, that Absolutely. was literally Cat. That was literally Cat's first movie. You know, Friday was not Chris Tucker's first movie. Next Friday was not Mike Epps' first movie. To for that to have been Cat Williams' first movie. And he exploded. I mean, that literally made him an iconic touring comedian, one of the biggest to do it in this generation. 
And, you know, the rest, as they say, was history. But, yeah, absolutely, without a doubt. I've worked at some of the largest retailers on the planet. We think they all have it figured out. You were auditioning for Money Mike. We were told you had the role, and then that switched up overnight. And, and I, I'm glad I ended up doing the, being a Santa Claus because that, that role was, was uh, iconic and not as, uh, as funny as his. I, I, I like the pimp. I personally like the pimp better, but the Santa Claus role was just perfect for me. At the time, I was skinny and could run fast. Uh, so. <laughs> and you could squeeze over that gate. So, yeah, that right. was the... I just uh, wanted to, to, to clarify that. And then there was no contract ever uh, that uh, in, in agreement with the first Sunday movie because that was a whole different production directed by who just directed my Netflix special, David E. Talbert, uh, about me playing Bernice Jenkins. Uh, that's something that David called me personally. David and Lynn are fans and have been fans of my work for a long time. And it was like, we want you to play Bernice Jenkins and, you know, and, and, and here you go. And, and that's what happened. And I went out there and shot that in one day, me and Red Grant. And that was a lot of fun. Right. And it had nothing to do with, uh, Cat Williams contract, uh, 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 whatever. So, so, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I respect, uh, I respect Cat, uh, definitely disappointed that, uh, you have to get on the air and explain something uh, uh, like this, but um, you know that, that's that's the, that's the, that's the truth, and I, I don't know what else to say. So <laughs> there it is. There's not much. There's not much else to say. You, you know, it's indisputable that Cat played that role, killed it, killed and it, built an entire career out of that one role. That bro, that okay. So let's be real. That was a bit of a shade. That fool said you built your whole career. I mean, it's shaded and not shaded at the same time. Maybe I should say it like that. Because, I mean, that's a good career. To be, it's a good career. All of us look at and go, wow, that's absolutely amazing. But it's also indisputable. You were auditioning for Money Mike. We were told you and, had and, the role. You just had right. to read one more time. And then that switched up. And, and the crazy thing about it is uh, we had a conversation. Uh, when it came out, he, he said a lot of this 12 years ago. And we had a conversation because I was on 14th Street in Atlanta, right by the Four Seasons Hotel. And I was driving down the street with my granddad in the car, and I saw Cat Williams going across the street on 14th Street. And I said, Cat, what's up? Uh, whatever. I just wanted to make sure we was good. He said, come over and have a cup of coffee with me because he was walking over to Starbucks. And I went over and went. Uh, uh, he went in there and got the coffee. We was uh, chopping it up or whatever. Just didn't even really talk about the issue or whatever. I said, hey, man, I want you to come out and say hello to my granddad. Uh, my granddad is a fan. He came out to the truck. Uh, I'll never forget. I was in my Ford F-150, and I came out and spoke to my granddad. He hugged my granddad and wished him well. My granddad was like, keep doing what you're doing, young man. My granddad was living at the time. It was just me and my granddad in the truck. And uh, and we dapped it up, and that was uh, that was it. I mean, that, that, was, that was it. I thought that, that we were good. I didn't know that we had any issues. And if there are any issues or if there's anything that I've done, uh, not only to Cat Williams, to anybody, uh, I apologize and I'm not perfect. I made mistakes, but uh, I did. I, I You know, that, that's just the honest to God truth. And I did audition for what I auditioned for. And I'm glad that the producers made that decision. And let me address uh, all of the, 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 the things with uh, Gary. You can help me out with this because... You know, comedy greats like uh, Flip Wilson played Geraldine. 
Richard Pryor played some roles on his show. Okay, so let me say something about the whole thing about, hey, Grace, about the dress thing. So I know he's going to bring up, you know, yes, um, black men wearing dresses, you know, being comedy. The big debate about that is um, a black man has to wear a dress to get into Hollywood. That's the only way he can get in. That's, that's always has been the debate over the past 20-something years. They have a black man wear a dress. Okay, he'll get a Grammy. Um, that young man, I forgot Brandon T, because that's one thing that Kevin Hart, I mean, uh, um, Cat Williams said. He said when he met Martin, met Martin, him was talking, and Martin said to him, "You know, I want to put you in a movie. I want to put you when he went on his little hiatus because you know he fell out and all that stuff." And Cat Williams was like, "Cool." The first time they sit down for a table reading is for Big Mama's house too. He was like, I'm not doing that because, of course, a dress got to be done. He suggested Brandon T. That is who ended up playing the role. Brandon, to this day, regrets playing that role in Big Mama's house. Let me find that clip. He has said, what is, it, is it Brandon T? Let me see. Jackson. Okay. Let me see. Here we go. Hang on. Wrong. It's like everything went right. Everything went wrong when I put on that dress. Pre Big Mamas, to me, I have I actually it's like a you know you have an A D, you say A D B C. Okay. It's like BM for me. My career pre BM. So Big Mama was a changing point. Yeah. 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 What it made like it a, a changing point? Was it that it was Martin or just everything was aligning up at the right time for you? It was a negative changing point, to be honest. Okay. Positive in a way where the perception of, of my image was on every bus, but my personal life was, was in shambles in that time. It was horrible. You want to expound on that? What do you mean? like? If I was a stand-up at the time, season like I am now, I could tell the story. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's the issue. It's like, how are you able to tell your story? The most mm -hmm. most elegant way, eloquent, saying in an eloquent way. I couldn't say what I was going through because it's almost like, like you know, if you're a baby, you can't communicate yet. And I wasn't, I just wasn't fully uh, a seasoned stand-up to be able to say what I was going through. But in a retrospect, if I can say what I was going through, uh, at the time when I did Big Mamas is when I met. Uh, not my wife, my daughter's mother, and, and um, from that time, it's like my life, was just, it, 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 it was hell from there. My personal life was in shambles, but my career, it was at the, at its at, at its height, I believe. As, at, it, was, right. it was going. It was kind of like a passing of the torch, in a sense. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. And I played Martin's son, and um, I feel like that, it's so weird. It's like every time... I play these sons of people. It never goes right. What didn't go right with Big Mamas? It was, first of all, no offense, that movie wasn't that good to me. It wasn't a prolific film. Um, I sound so mean, like, oh, you should be grateful for it. But I'm real. You know, you should be real. Like, it wasn't, like, the best movie. It was, a, it was, a, it was an entertaining film. Number one, Big Mamas won. That's arguably, like, okay, Miss Doubtfire was out. But the whole dress bit was already overdone. 
And I was like, it was hacky, you know, and I did it for, I did it purely for the money and the work of Martin Lawrence. Yeah. So I didn't do it for the purity of comedy, but I did it for the purity of work with Martin. But I believe that it wasn't, it was still more than money. Like, damn, I'm gonna get a big check, you know? Yeah. And knowing you now, and I'm going to kind of uh, set this question up, but in knowing you now, there's a more of an awakened Brandon mm-hmm. compared to when he first came into the business. Uh, you mentioned the dress. It's a big conversation yeah. about that. Did you get like slack when you wore the dress at that moment? It was like, wasn't slack from people. Only Cat Williams. Cat Williams was trying to always say, Brandon, Brandon don't wear a dress. <laughs> you know, he, he called you or is this? No, he was saying it in the media. So I thought he was heckling me. He was really trying to help me at the time. I didn't know that. I was immature. Right. I feel like, dang, why? I'm trying to, uh, trying to make it. Why are you bashing me? And then he was trying to warn me, you know, don't get in the dress. So the awakened Brandon, you couldn't pay him a trillion dollars to get in the dress. Yeah. Was there like, um, so now, now that's the T. Did you hear that? I, he literally said, "Wow." Look, okay, so I'm, I'm also gonna share this link. Uh, this is comedy hype. I love comedy hype. Uh, let me add this to along with the interview here. I'm gonna add it in the description right now. Actually, oops. Uh-huh. Everything I'm playing in the background, I'm going to have uh, the link in the description. So I just added it to the description just now. I didn't know I was going to play this, this link. But, wow, that's insane. Um, also... Shout out to Comedy High. Imagine if ChatGPT and Ken. Kevin Hart apparently has, I guess, spoken up. So let me see if they're going to play the actual. Hold on. Oh, I guess it's only a tweet. So Kevin Hart says, got to get that anger up at you, champ. It's honestly sad. In the meantime. Please enjoy my movie trailer to my next film, Lift, which will be dropping on Netflix in eight days. There is a moment in the trailer where somebody says they really love you. I now know what she's talking about. Cat, mark your calendars, world. This one is special. Wow. Mm-mm. Spank Horton says he comes back every three to five years to talk about the same shit. So instead of telling the truth, you want to lie about the movies that hit your desk first. What? Wait, how professional role did Kevin do in five movies? Oh, he said, what role? Angle said, uh, can't do in five movies. You couldn't leave the country to do full go in Australia. So the role got passed to Kev. Wow. Interesting. Mm, mm, mm. Interesting. Well, this has been 
uh, a good life. <laughs> Grace and mercy. Look, I broke it down for y'all today. Okay, I broke it down. We have been here on here for an hour. I'm about to get off of here. Uh, my equipment is here, so I'm able to go live. I love it. So, hey, uh, Ciante Love, Brandon T. Ain't been right since he wear a dress. I ain't been right. Ain't been right. So, uh, that is the live. So I broke everything down to you guys. Um, I didn't, you know, Steve Harvey. Did he say anything? Let me look. Let me see if he said anything. I don't think Steve Harvey has said anything, to be honest. Um, oh, Cedric did, but he was talking noise because, you know, at one point in time, that fool said. <laughs> Woo! That fool said uh, he going to hit him in the. I was dying. to play there's something that he he responded to cat williams a long time ago where is it at oh gary i was even saying something wait hold on let me play this really quick oh, <laughs> is Eve. Oh my we God. have to have steve harvey call in oh, we gotta go did you say all right? Hey, nigga. Hey, this Fox. nigga is the, is, the, is the comic poet in this month. This is hilarious. Wow. Yo, yo I might fly in on New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fox. Fox, how you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Uh, man, first, first of all, foremost, it's about that we do. You know, uh, you come on the show, you got a given spirit. You know, you know at the end of the day, Heroin. you know, <laughs> What the hell is that? I've I bred it. I put the butter on my bread with jokes for 23 years. Hollywood's I have five DVDs out. And on now one of the DVDs, is it the same subject matter wow. or the same sentence wow. on five DVDs? Wow. So when I get to Detroit, man, I'm going to bring the same heat that I've been. And I got news for you. When I get to Detroit... I would tell no jokes. Wait a minute. Well, I didn't know who he was. Through your phone. Yeah, so, so on top of it, yeah. what started okay, to be? No, here we go. I, here we I go. Mean, no, I didn't His stomach it. was growling. All right, Steve, right, right off the bat. Let's get Cat to the Williams. meat. Let's yeah. get to the meat. Let's get to the meat and potatoes. Now, this is in 2008. I'm not going to keep breaking down. I'm going to finish it up with this. This is in 2008, okay? What the fuck is going on? Small fries. Small fries. Hey, Steve. I will come. I'll get the bras. We will whoop his ass. That's Buddy Lewis. Amy Fox mine is so bad. Buddy Lewis, what's up, boy? Hey, you know, man. His stomach was growling. I done heard a lot of the interviews that's going on in Detroit. And to be honest with you, like I told you on the show, Jamie, I don't really know where it's coming from. Because, you know, Comedians, man, I, I don't, you know, man, we don't got beef. No. You know, we are, I ain't got my squad ain't finna whoop your squad ass. You know, Jimmy Mack. My Mack squad can't fight, fight though. Boomerang. You know, man, that, that ain't what we do, man. I don't I don't know where that spirit is coming from. I don't know why, you know, man, a lot of this stuff is being said. But, you know, at the end of the day, Heroin. you know, <laughs> what the hell is that? Nothing. Huh? <laughs> is go ahead, is that an alarm? No, no, go ahead. No, no, no. 
Now we're listening to you, Steve. Go ahead. Hey, 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 hold on, man. Let me straighten this alarm off this phone first. It's Cat okay. Williams calling. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming through your phone. So, so on top of it, yeah. what started okay, to be? No, here we go. Here I, we go. I mean, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, I've always been cool with Cat. He uh, said in an interview that back in L.A. when I didn't know who he was. I mean, you know, I understand that I didn't know who he was when I was on the radio in L.A. You know, he hadn't been in any movies or anything. And, you know, <laughs> the brother was just not that known, but he was talking about me in the clubs, and I just asked on the radio, whoever Cat Williams is, to call me. He called me. You know, he straightened it out. We became friends. We've been cool ever since, so I thought. And now, you know, all of this here, man, but at the end of the day, here's the deal. When I get to Detroit New Year's Eve, I've done one thing for 23 years. Mm-hmm. I've, I've bred it. I put the butter on my bread with jokes for 23 years. Hallelujah. Five DVDs out, and on now one of the DVDs is it the same subject matter wow. or the same sentence wow. on five DVDs? Wow! So when I get to Detroit, man, I'm gonna bring the same heat that I've been, and I got news for you. When I get to Detroit, I will tell no jokes that's on any of the five previous DVDs. Wow! I got another hour and a half. Wow! Wow! So, so is, so is he in trouble, Steve? Is he in trouble? I'm not saying he's in trouble, but I'm saying this right here, Jamie. My granddaddy taught me this right here. A dog don't bark at parked cars. <laughs> wow. Hey, Steve. Wow. Wow. Let him talk. Let him talk. Let him finish. Let him finish. Go, Steve. Go now. A dog don't bark at parked cars. A dog only bark at a car that's moving and going somewhere. Oh, wow. Shit. Wow. That's an analogy for you right there. That's an analogy yeah, for you. I, I have another one for you. Yes. yes. It is a common thing for a dog to bark up at the moon. But if the moon barks back at the dog, the dog becomes famous. Oh, wow. God. Oh, so you are the moon. Wow. God. Damn. Damn. Give me another one, Steve. <laughs> Shit. Yo, we writing these down. <laughs> Hit him with that knowledge, dog. Granddaddy was sitting in front of you. I've been elevating my career. I, I've never elevated it talking about nobody else at the expense of anybody else. I am where I am, and I, and I rest on my record. It's cool. I may not be what somebody think I ought to be. You know, I ain't I ain't got all the movie credits or whatever. But man, look at here. I'm in a great place. And so, whatever anybody want to say, this is America, and you're free to say it. But one thing is for show. I don't have to gear up for New Year's Eve. All I have to go do is go and do what Steve Harvey been doing for 23 years. And do me. Oh. Now, there will be a layer of tar laid on the stage <laughs> that's going to be about eight inches thick. <laughs> that means it's up to and, and you have to go out because, I mean, you know, man, it's like this. I've worked with some of the greatest acts. Jamie, we were talking one day. Yes. Me and you were standing on stage after the first Def Jam. Yes. Me, you, Rock, Martin Lawrence, Jamie Wayans, J. Anthony Brown, Cedric the Entertainer, D.L. Hughley. The late great Bernie Mac, you know all the earthquake, all of these great acts, man. I've been sharing the stage with these types of cats my whole career, man. I, I toured 
with one of the greatest tours of all time. So mm. any anybody want to work with me, man, I'll work with you, man. But let's be brothers about it and go out here and make this money. That's all we should be doing. I'm not a rapper, dog. You you ain't got to threaten me, and I ain't got to be threatening you. You go do you, I'm going to do me. And on New Year's Eve in Detroit, it's going to be on and cracking when I get out there. Now, I wish everybody well on the show. Steve, I wanted to ask you, a lot of people don't know. I, I remember talking to you back. Wow. Mm. Oh, did Michael Blackson say something? Wait a minute. Let me fast forward through all his. Wait a minute. Include. Oh. Oh, he didn't. Did he say anything? As a comedian. Oh, my God. Me, all I did was. Okay, so I guess it's a tweet. Michael Blackson says, I can't believe this lying dehydrated leprechaun <laughs> said he told me to build a school. I only built a free school so the kids can whoop your ass, you free mother sucker. <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus. He said, Cat Millions is a very smart midget. He took shots at the top 10 comedians alive today so we can all respond and make him relevant again. I can't. Because Michael Blackson is funny as hell. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh, my God. All right. Lord have mercy. Man, this was a good live. This was good. So, guys, this was good. We spoke, we broke it down, talked about everything. I, you know, like I said, I'm pretty sure there's going to be more responses coming out. I don't know what Cedric, Cedric said a little bit. Um, what Aaron Max said, Steve Harvey is grimly, always has been and always will be. The stories are out there. Not only Kat has called him out. Mm. There are some comedians that called out Steve in the past. I've heard before it's about money, about everything. And um, some comedians who came up said, Steve Harvey, let me see what Corey Hope said. Wants to hog everything. Let me see what y'all get the likes up, please. Let me see what because I know Corey said something. I know Corey Holcomb said something. Uh, let me see. Is this it? Sure, if I was acting funny. Guess it was earthquake son. It was earthquake. Did I would I would have let it go, but then do not have the right to be mad at the streets over nothing she do. Do y'all and I be rooting for do, but you just don't do the just for one day. He did you how you do the women at the look, man. Happy New Year. You talking about buddy pants? So imagine some shit, really? you out of town. No, I don't some... understand. Hey, and I ain't even trying to be mean. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, literally. You were like, nigga, you need to worry about what you got going on. There, though. It wasn't yeah. just you and him. No. Okay. Whatever he, he was on. Because I he didn't do nothing. <laughs> yeah, but I when I went over his house, I thought that was back when I used to be at 24-hour fitness, man. All them niggas uh, boy. Because them motherfuckers was tripping on that 50 years of hip-hop shit. 
love how they they play it off and be like, ooh, like the damn streets it. with no motherfucking randoms, man. Yeah, but see, they in <laughs> Chicago. No, Dude, but he on. in a good position because she ain't going no. Uh. Is a comedian named damn. What is my name? Bill Burr. Do some videos. Yeah, the meanest camel toe in the. No, what's the name of him? Hustler. Yeah, word. Put... Oh my God, that is amazing. Somebody... 29th, you'll see their names. How? Well, can't keep everybody in the loop that get put out the loop. You see, feel I, me? See, I don't even the the women's name. Their names aren't, aren't even on there. Let me the... tell you something about this nigga, Cat. Trying to find it. Cat is brilliant, and I don't even give motherfuckers that shit. When Cat want to tell you a part and he calm, when he calm, it's that's it. the dangerous Cat. Ooh, you better watch out. When Cat loud, okay, okay, you about to see Cat trip out. But when Cat just sitting there like, yes, <laughs> I see you. <laughs> that motherfucker mind, you be like, this motherfucker crazy. Oh. Big shout out to Wanda, goddammit, whatever you doing. Cat ended that career. Wow, really? He did? Wait, what? The radio personality out there in motherfucking Atlanta. They, oh, yeah, yeah, sassy yeah. with Cat on the radio. She oh, sassy right, with right, right. I saw the whole interview because Cat oh. wasn't doing nothing. He was respectful because they was up there trying to promote Red Grant's show. He was showing love to Red Grant. I have to look that story back up. I remember that. Wanda fucked up and kept sassing an assassin. Ooh. And it's one of the motherfucking most iconic radio interviews ever. Radio roast. Oh. Radio, radio oh. roast. I'm going to look that back up. Cat, the the funniest shit was when he was like, Why, what do you cook? She said, I make some broccoli. Oh. <laughs> NBA. Yeah, but then, but, but see. But it was, <laughs> they hear what? Like straight people, because it was a hell the of a club. The peanuts nightclub, you know. Yeah, the people you fuck ain't helping you. I'm looking at you. I love it. It's the greatest comeback of fuck yous ever done on camera. I'm watching this on the way home. See, look, he gonna set it up. I guarantee you. And make sure you watch it all the way through because you're gonna laugh. Because they was booing him. But he still had 12 minutes. Oh, man. One of them, <laughs> uh, them, them motherfucking uh, uh, bitches didn't pop you. You can't boo the mamba. If you don't come with it in Philly, you getting booed. Man, I ain't never. How do you want to? If you, oh my God, shit park in this. My resolution is to make more money as usual. Everybody, but you didn't like it. Whole another year, whole another shenanigans. Anniversary month. Thank you for allowing us to be on here. Did I miss? If you, if you don't come with it. Yeah, he was like, you had the right one. I didn't know nothing about Hollywood Park Casino. Say no, no, no. Why you been a WNBA them people? That's that shit. When Cat want to tell you a Mark Curry town. Okay, hold on. That Tuesday we gonna try to. Phil, you gotta help me book a special guest for that show. Mm-hmm. That's a. Like somebody that we. Y'all just... gotta have a musician. Y'all gotta have like how you bring the band out and shit. And, and a cliptic nigga. Is yeah, that... you gotta have like some. What does yeah. ecliptic mean? I don't even ecliptic. know. Eclectic. Eclectic. Ecliptic. That's a nigga who trip all the time. <laughs> he get clipped. <laughs> Ecliptic. Nigga always. Ninth, you'll see their names. However, um, Mark Curry. Wow, that's you know that's the homie anyway. Town business. Oh, what? That Tuesday we gonna try to. Uh, Phil, you gotta help I'm trying me. To open a big Did up. I say that? Hold on, I mean, I mean, I need to find out because I want to see what he said about Cat Williams. Okay.
Wait a minute. What the happened? What is this? When JB's move was in his element, the underground, he was one of the best ever. And I'm telling you, I dare somebody to say this ain't true because I could get a thousand comics to bag me up. Okay, first special. Okay. Well, I root for Cat. I root for Cat. But that joke where he do like, man, if you listen to this song, you could do anything off this song. That's JB Smooth joke, homie. I can get a thousand comics to bag oh, me up. Oh, wow. Me being a Cat Williams fan, okay, so he starts his shows off hold with on, the music. On, on. Absolute. And he says, Hold on. So, I'm trying because somebody said that Corey Holcomb responded to Cat Williams, and so that's what I've been looking for. And Let me see. This this story right here, man. Let me tell you. It's uh Scruncho exposed to Cedric. Scruncho? Wait a minute. Why are you not investing in tax? Hold on. I need to go back to the other video I was just playing. Hold on. Let me go. Well, hold on. It says Scruncho. Where? Okay, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, let me get there. Let me get there. Because I'm hearing. Now, nah, like Cedric, my pop. We love Cedric, right? So he, he let's. It's, when we first started doing comedy, being cat, right? We was too young just to say, you couldn't really steal our shit because we were not to steal from. We, right. we was just like, now, do we do the same joke? Yeah, but not to say you stole it. I ain't going to say that, but this is what happened, right? right. Yeah, I'm lost. Oh, yeah. You told me because at the time, right? I just remember Cat called me from the theater. Right? Okay. He was like, uh, I'm going to kill that nigga Cedric. <laughs> I said, Why? He said, Nigga, I'm at the theater right now, and the nigga is doing my job. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, oh. You bullshit. I said the joke when you in the car oh, and, uh, oh, and, and the music is so loud that you can't hear the engine turn off. He said, nigga, yes. I said, I said, I said, I said cat. He said, now I'm going to the improv Monday. I'm going to kill that nigga. I said, listen careful. Uh -huh. That's a blessing. I said, nigga, everybody gonna know who you is. That nigga Cedric finna put you on. He probably been get you some money. Nigga, humble that. Take that. It ain't like he stole it. It's like the nigga embracing you. Nigga, that's a, that's, you, you pay homage. I was excited. I said, nigga, you young, dude. We finna be on. Mm. I was dead from that point. Right. Mm -hmm. Cat, like, nigga, I'm glad you feel that way, nigga, because he's doing your shit too. What? <laughs> 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 Oh my god. So I forgot because let me tell you, Scruncho 
freaking hilarious, underrated comedian, always has been. He does, he always does the pop locking. That has always been his thing. And they are putting it matching, matching with Cedric. I'm looking, I can't show you because it's someone's video content. I'm not gonna do that. But you, I'm looking at it. I'm gonna post this, I'm gonna post this clip. I mean, the link in my description so you guys can see it because I want you guys to go back and look at this. Hold on, I'm gonna put Scrunchow. Oops. You're gonna see Scrunchow exposes. It's gonna be Scruncho. Oh, I spelled his name wrong. Okay, and then they put the link here. So everybody's audio that I'm playing, I want you guys to better go back and watch the whole thing. Okay, let me continue. This is crazy to me. Crazy. I say words. I said, what are you doing? Then he's pop-locking as we speak. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and at the time, I only had one. I only had three jokes I had. All my bits was big, right? Pop-locking joke, you know what I mean? Mm. When I call two niggas meeting each other, I said, niggas don't fight. Remember before we was fighting, before we was even shooting each other, what we used to do, we used to handle some of my talent. And then I have homie come to the stage, mm -hmm. and he had a glove, and you think he pull out a gun, he pull out the glove, and when he pull out the gloves, I pull out my glove, and then he started pop-locking, boom, and then, he, and then we have a pop-lock, you know what I mean? Right. And then, so that was the whole thing. So the first time Cedric seen me do it, that was big for me, because 96. You know what I mean? I'm fresh. Nigga only been on comedy a year. Mm. I get a chance to get out at the la at the comedy store in Hollywood, Fat Tuesday. I had a whole hood come out. Nigga, so I did that. I did the skate. That's all I do, right? right. And then essentially, right. like, man, when you pulled out the white gloves. Uh, welcome, Pat, from Facebook. You said that Cat is speaking facts on this evil entertainment world. Levis, oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. I said, ah, and I was so excited. I came home like, you know, Cedric said, Cedric so and I was excited about it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so no, so no, I seen the nigga doing all the key shot. So you, were you still excited when you seen the nigga do the whole thing? Call me, we're gonna kill that nigga. We that nigga fuck. <laughs> oh, I like how he just steal it, man. I it ain't, you know. But he just took the whole beat. Yeah, you put us. Woo! Now that was interesting. I really want to find what I I could have sworn. I know how Corey is. You telling me he hadn't said anything about this? What is this? This is what I was telling you guys before. Hey, uh, it's Adam. Play this real quick. Oop, my bad. 
When he had to go on his hiatus, he tell me, Kat, when I come back, I need you. You my young partner. You my brother in comedy. When I come back, just promise me that my next movie, it'll be me and you. We're going to do it together. We're going to do some buddy cop shit. I said, Martin, you got my motherfucking word, my nigga. Go do what you got to do. When you come back, I'm in your movie. Don't trip. I don't need to see the script or nothing. You know, we get in that office and this fool pull out Big Mama's house, too. I almost died. And I got to read this script from all these good white people. <laughs> where this nigga want me to get in a dress with him. Mm. And I'm literally saying to everybody, why is he in a dress again? Mm. You already played the old lady as an FBI agent. We can play anything now. We can be playing a dog catcher this time. Why do we need to be in a dress? And I get so mad, I say, you don't want me. You want Brandon T. Jackson. And that's who they went and got. Twice I said it, they went and got him. Just like I'm telling you, I had that other dude's work. I had all of it. All I did was say, I want to punch it up so it's not offensive to real niggas. And that's how I got in this position. I sure hope I have a uh, club Shay Shay after this. Woo! Cat Williams blew up the internet. And I wanted to, uh, you know, hey, talk about it. We talked about it today for over an hour. I broke it down. You know, y'all can come back and listen to it. This live in its entirety, we broke it all down. He told, I feel like, in my opinion, I feel Cat Williams told some troops. And um, he he rivaled some feathers. Now, whether he was telling 100% truth, that's neither here nor there. I wasn't, you know, who knows? But I know he told some truth yesterday. And people are going to be pissed off about the situation. It is what it is. Okay, but once again, this is Commission Reviews, the queen of reality TV now. Uh-oh, I didn't mean to do that. Remove. There we go. What did I want to have? Now, I, <clears throat> me, myself. I don't know. It, it is what it is. Go have a drink. Go have a drink. Enjoy yourself because, baby, this was this was a lot. Okay? With that being said, it's Commission Reviews, the Queen of Reality TV. I'm out of here. One thing I want you guys to know, and that nothing that will never change about this, I am the queen of reality TV. Don't get it twisted and don't doubt it. It is what it is, period.